Welcome to the Wise Grasshopper Podcast. Here we hope to inspire, connect community around small business life, adventure, and lifelong learning. I'm Karen. And I'm Kelsey. And together, we're mother-daughter entrepreneurs. With a zest for life. I'm a teacher of teachers, CEO of Grasshopper Goods, and never short of ideas. I'm a digital marketer running my own business who's always active. In this podcast, we're sure to laugh till we cry and always keep it real. So take a leap with us and let's make it a great day together. Well, hello and welcome back to the Wise Grasshopper podcast. I'm Karen Tardrew, owner of Grasshopper Goods and teacher of teachers. And I'm here today with my friend, Allison Dodge, mentor, business coach, and owner of Allied bookkeeping and business coaching. We go way back since the beginning of Grasshopper and Allison is just a serial entrepreneur. She has so much incredible information to share and knowledge. And we had an amazing conversation. So amazing that we had to split up the interview. So today you're going to get part one and next week you're going to get part two. So I really hope you enjoy this. I look forward to sharing all the show notes. So make it a great day, you guys, and enjoy the interview. Uh, Allison Dodge, and she is the owner of Allied Bookkeeping and Business Coaching and has coached me through many of business things. In, and I'm so appreciative of all the work that you've done to get the business going and keep it going and help me figure out the things that I didn't know because half of the stuff being a new entrepreneur is you don't know all the things you I mean, you don't even know what you don't know. So, um, so welcome. And I'm so glad you're here. So could you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became an entrepreneur? I mean, you're a, a, a serial entrepreneur. So that's also um, a reason why I have you here today. Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Karen. Um, I'm thrilled to be here. And my background with entrepreneurism goes back to 2004, January of 2004 when I got an idea to start a business. So I just had my son, Liam, he was six months old, and I decided I wanted to start a business for new parents with a retail store where they could buy things they needed and also a resource center so that um, they could build community and get access to resources. So uh, that idea, yeah, came into my head in January 2004, and um, Later that month, I heard about somebody else who was trying to start the same business, and I was horrified. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, and she was uh, even looking for spaces, which I wasn't that far along yet, and I was like, oh, oh no, this person's trying to steal my business idea. So um, I facilitated an intro introduction from the person who had told me about her, and, and we met, um, and literally had the exact same vision for this business and within I think two meetings randomly decided to go into business together so um uh, a literal gestation to the date from when we met we opened our business wow so, yeah we actually have had an employee who 
was separated, like living separately from her husband and so knew the date that they conceived their child and then their child was born the day we opened. So it was kind of a, a sweet thing that we literally took a gestational period. Oh to my open gosh, our business. I did yeah. not know any yeah. of that. That yeah. is so fun. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's incredible. Yeah, so that was in 2004 and, um, and we owned that business together for 12 years um, and then sold it. Um, but in the meanwhile, I actually started a business with to other people I didn't know. <laughs> so um, there, there seems to be a pattern here. Yeah. So a woman who owned um, a chiropractic uh, business with her husband and the owner of the Madison Birth Center approached Happy Bambino about sponsoring an event they were um, hoping to produce. And I was like, how about instead of sponsoring, I become your third business partner? <laughs> and they were like, okay. So um, we started that business in, I think, 2011, and every year we produced an event at the Monona Terrace. So had a couple of different name changes, but the last one was Madison Family Fest. And um, and we recently closed that business. We just, with the pandemic, we weren't able to kind of yep. continue it in exactly. the way that we, you know, a live event is exactly. just too how difficult. You, so, yeah, so we recently closed that business, um, and then... Uh, in 2017, <laughs> when I was working full time as a business consultant at that point, um, I which is when we met, which is when we met I so know, long ago, I know, so long ago. Um, and I was being asked, so I was being asked for help, you know, with just friends and family member for business, you know, coaching, and so I just did that because it was it's fun for me, and you know, people that asked and. Um, I had a lot of background in with using QuickBooks and business bookkeeping and accounting, and I was getting requests, you know, from people to help with that. And so I thought, I can do this kind of as a little side hustle. So uh, I started doing that too, and I did that while I was working full time um, until very recently, um, just in November of last year, I went full time back back to being a full time entrepreneur. So I know that was a little bit of a long winded no, it's, explanation, but I what I love is I think it's the entrepreneur journey or many entrepreneurs have yeah. a journey like that where it's very idea driven or you know one thing leads to another mm -hmm. and it's kind of like it's not this linear path, it's almost like a web of like how yeah. you you follow the pattern and and grow you grow as a person and your businesses grow or you outgrow them and you move yeah. into other things. So I think that's really cool. It's one of the reasons I love working with entrepreneurs because I like the entrepreneur personality of like generally risk takers. You know, if you tell your friends and family you want to start a business, a lot of times there will be naysayers. Right. right? Oh, yeah. Oh, and, for But sure. entrepreneurs are like, I hear you and I don't care. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to do this. Anyway. I'm going to start my business, you know, and to your point yeah, yeah to be idea driven and to be passionate about a project or an initiative you know is usually how people get into business and so that's that's an exciting thing I think. it is and it's an exciting thing yeah. it's a it's a little it's a roller coaster yes, that you have to be willing to ride is. and you have to just um <laughs> appreciate the bumps and the rides yeah. but um but I yeah it's it's invigorating and it does make All you feel things. like you're living. Yeah, yeah. that is for sure. It is. And it's personal. <laughs> small business is personal. Yes. You know, absolutely. people have all kinds of adventures and misadventures. Yes, 
exactly it's so true it's so true so um so anyway well you answered one of my first questions (laughs) (laughs) so the one of the main reasons why i have you here is um uh i believe it was a a couple podcasts ago or maybe just the last one this is where podcasts like (laughs) fog because we're trying to figure this all out is um we were talking about just the very beginnings and kind of manifesting and and how you even start with those little seeds of an idea and and i was um talking with Kelsey about like literally you know I come from a family of entrepreneurs you, mm-hmm. you you know that and then um you know that my first idea was when the kids were little and it, it actually would have gone really well at Happy Bambino we were gonna call <laughs> it me. the bosom buddy Ooh. <laughs> so I had this idea with my girlfriend <laughs> mm-hmm. that when you're nursing the babies and you have to drink so much water that and then that was back in the 90s when everybody was learning about the black and white and that the babies are really drawn to black and white. So I'm like, let's have a water bottle that has black and white on it. Mm -hmm. It's actually not a bad idea. No. No. And we like had a folder and we like did research and how many, how many bottles would we have to buy and where could they make them? So anyway, always ideas are always kind of fun. That never took off. <laughs> but it was fun. It it, it's, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just fun. So yeah. anyway, um, so want to help people that are interested to like, where do they start? Where I mean, where do you even begin beyond having an idea? Right. So I want to talk about like, literally the baby beginnings for mm-hmm. people uh, to set them up for some success. Right. Okay. Um. So I what you just mentioned about bosom buddies. Yeah. I love that because you did that first step, you know, when you said you were researching it and trying to figure out how much is it going to cost to make this thing and how many do we need to sell to make money? And is there interest in this? Right. And right. So I do think that's one of the most important steps is like, you know, talking to people, you know, who would be potential customers, talking to family and friends and saying, is this idea something that you think other people would be interested in? Or is this just say it out loud right right yeah exactly so I do think that's a great first step um and just talking to people we so Leah my business partner at Happy Bambino and I had um uh uh, UW Madison student a graduate student who was in business kind of volunteered to do a, a, a helpful session with us to do business planning and one of his suggestions and I think, you know, he was a young college student. He didn't really, he wasn't a parent. I don't know that he really got like yeah. our concept. Yeah. And we were yeah. like, no, we're sure people yeah. are interested in this. Yeah, exactly. Right. But he was like, well, banker, you know, if you need financing, bankers might not know that or other people like you have to sort of show a proof of concept. And so he's like, if you could even get like 10 surveys from people, right? you know, and so we're both academic overachievers and so we like sent this survey using like survey monkey or something back in the day when it yeah, had just yep, started yep. to like every list serve of parents in our area we sat outside of the co-op grocery store and handed people surveys we had 300 responses for our initial survey wow and then we sent a more in-depth survey that took people like I don't know like an hour to fill out and we got a hundred responses back wow. on that yeah people were very interested in what we were proposing. And so that was great to have that. And we we actually went really deep with our research. We were like, how many nursing bras did you buy? How much did they cost each? Like right. we got all of this really valuable information that helped support our projections. And the so, business plan. Yeah. 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 I mean, really doing the market research. Right. I, I do think ultimately writing a business plan is important. Now, does it have to be like perfect? 
no. But it's really, even if you don't need a business plan for a bank to get money or, you know, if you're self-financing or whatever. Right. The act of writing the business plan is like answering the questions that you might not have thought of. And so the two most important pieces are sort of that executive summary piece that goes at the beginning that's like your elevator pitch but written down just short and sweet like what is your business idea okay okay because you should always be able to answer that right and I have talked to potential entrepreneurs that can't really answer that question yeah and that that took you know took a minute for me yeah especially if your concept is new exactly to be able to succinctly you know sell it it's your pitch and then the other important piece of the business plan um are the numbers, which okay. is usually the part everyone hates, right? right? Because not only is it numbers and spreadsheets, it's usually kind of a, a wild guess, right? right. Especially if, totally. you know, if yes. you're not, <laughs> if you're building something that's new and unique. Yeah. Um, and so that part is hard for people because we're sort of taught in school, like, here's the information and then there's like a right answer yes. and, and you yes. get the right answer. And yeah. owning your own business is like, making up all the answers so you kind of have to be comfortable with that to go into business yeah that's so true it's just like guesswork and then the consequences of those guesses and their you know um actions like they they are all on you right as the business owner absolutely so you know that's a comfort level thing and I think that that's an important thing to ask yourself like if you feel okay about that because if if that's gonna cause you undue stress and anxiety like maybe you need to revisit, you know, kind of the the scope of your business that you're planning. Maybe you bring it in a little bit if you're not, if you're more risk averse, right? right and right. make it less, like don't quit your job and right. like, <laughs> right. yeah, you know, no. mortgage your house and put everything yeah, on the I, line yeah. if you're less comfortable with that kind of risk. So. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why a lot of people start as, you know, the side hustle yeah. or whatever. Exactly. I mean, I mean, in the, I mean, you know, I was okay with the risk, but I knew also it was a new concept with the mm-hmm. mobile boutique. We had right. no idea all the yeah you know all the roadblocks that <laughs> right. we that we came across permitting and all those kinds of things but um we did start with the, I mean I was really fortunate that I went to the Doyen retreat right. uh and we'll have the um Doyen's information in in the show notes but uh that that was like a team effort like it was a workshop situation right. retreat where we could like work on the elevator speech we could work on all those pieces mm-hmm. to work on the executive summary or make a business plan. Right. If, if you're not going to the Doyen retreat and you're just like literally listening to the podcast, like are there just like templates online yeah, or what do people, how I do was, they find that? I love that question. Okay. That's a great question. So, you know, obviously Doyen is local to Madison, right. Wisconsin, I think. Yes. Um, at, still at Milwaukee this point. Now. Yeah. Okay. Milwaukee. But you know, people might be listening from all over. And right. so what are the kind of larger resources? So, um, there's there's small business development centers all over the country okay and so there should be a small business development center if you're in the u.s that serves you um and so you can just look that up online and they have tremendous resources they have they even have like a sort of a hotline right now okay. where you can call okay um, but you can get connected with local business coaches free um the start your own business class that i took you know in back in january 2004 um i think it was like an eight-week class or something you yeah know, yeah three hours yeah. once a week yeah. and that was invaluable yeah the information i got out of that so kind of looking up you know googling what are the business small business resources near me um and and then taking advantage of those going and checking them out you know not all of them are going to fit for you but some of them will right hopefully um and then there are obviously lots of great resources online and sometimes that's hard to weed out you right. know what's helpful from what's a scam right from what, you know exactly um but i would say 
SCORE is a great resource for okay. business plan writing. So SCORE is um, a mentorship-based organization. So it used to stand for Service Corps of Retired Executives. And okay. so they would have okay. retirees who had been in business, like you know, help mentor volunteer people? to mentor okay. people. Nice. And then they opened it up. And okay. I think in part because the technology boom of the last however many years right. like meant that, right. you know, there right. was like a, a, a different skill set sometimes right. needed with people right. who are more... Um, used to working with with technology and everything's changed so much so score i think no longer necessarily stands for that okay. but they have great resources online they have a business plan template and their financial projection templates are awesome okay so checking out their library is great free resource um and you know that so that i would say score and the small business development center are okay. two great resources you should be able to access kind of anywhere yeah and then you can kind of play it out yep see how comfortable you feel how much you know how far your idea is like you know I love that as a starting point well that was business basics with Allison Dodge part one episode I hope you enjoyed it I know I did we really hope that you will all join us next week for part two and make it a great day everyone